Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and paranormal. And we are almost at a close for season two, and I have some very interesting interviews and topics lined up before we wrap up this season. But today, I thought we would cover a topic which has local ties to where I'm recording, which is in the Philadelphia area, and it is a building known as the General Wayne Inn. And for those of you who grew up around here, we always heard stories of the General Wayne Inn and its infamous hauntings. I want to give some backstory as to the history of this building. It was purchased by William Penn, and it was originally called the Wayside Inn. And the building has been continuously used since 1704, when a Quaker, Robert Jones, went into the inn and restaurant business with the idea to serve travelers who were going to and from Philadelphia and through Lancaster and Radnor, of course, using Lancaster Road, which is a big horse and wagon roadway at the time. Um, I should say was a big horse and buggy roadway. You might see some of that in Pennsylvania in the Lancaster County area, but not so much today. The Wayside Inn eventually became the General Wayne Inn in 1793 when it was renamed after a local Revolutionary War hero. And because of its location near Marion Station, many Revolutionary War battles were fought right around the area in the inn. Thus, this inn has the distinction of playing host to many famous people who I'm sure all of you have heard of, General George Washington and the Marquis de Lafayette. And this is very interesting. It housed the Hessian German soldiers, which were hired by the British Redcoats to be sort of their mercenaries on the battlefield. During the 1800s, many vacationing Philadelphians came to the area and wanted to dine at the General Wayne Inn to experience fine dining, such as pigeon stew, which don't we all just want a nice big bowl of pigeon stew right now? Um, One of the most famous guests to ever have stayed at the inn and people talk about this in this area, was Edgar Allan Poe. And he was so taken with this inn that he actually etched his initials, E-A-P, on the upper window of the building. Um, The building's been used as a post office and a general store, but there was a Mr. Johnson who purchased the inn in the 70s, and there was an exorcism done under his ownership, and we will dive more into that in a moment. But when it was passed on in the 90s to a James Webb and a guy, Cilio, they bought it in 1996, they were best friends. And they thought, hey, this is something we can turn around and really turn our own personal fortunes around as well. It's something we can enter into as best friends and make a thriving business out of. Well, what was very interesting is many people noticed the physical and emotional tension that seemed to grow between the two ever since they purchased the inn. And on Christmas Day in 1996, 
Guy Cilio shot to death James Webb in the third floor offices. Now, Cilio was convicted of the murder and sentenced to life in prison, and he claimed it was his own hurt mistress, Felicia, who actually did the shooting because she was so distressed because Cilio wouldn't leave his wife and Mr. Webb uh, disapproved of the affair Guy was having. And what was interesting, whether Felicia really did it or not, she herself later killed herself. Eventually, the General Wayne Inn was purchased by a Frank Cacciuti in October of 2001, and he is famous for running a place around here known as the Seven Stars Inn, which is in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And I've actually dined at the Seven Stars Inn. It's very um, famous. It's historic. It's in a lot of history books. And it is also extremely haunted. So it's kind of interesting that Kachuti would take on yet another haunted location. But it's very interesting. What is very interesting, I should say, is that he was not able to turn the fortunes of the General Wayne in around, and he actually had to close the doors because he could not turn a profit on this place. Yet another business tried to buy it and make it into a restaurant, but that mysteriously fell apart and actually never opened either. Today, it's actually um, owned and ran by a Jewish group who made it a Shabbat center, and I believe probably some of the spiritual... um, the strong spiritual vibes in that place are keeping the energy at bay. Um, But alluding back to something that I referenced earlier when Mr. Johnson bought it, there was a seance done in the 70s when this building was owned by Mr. Johnson. He brought in these psychics named Gene and Bill Quinn, and they were able to manifest up to 17 spirits, 17 entities came through, through the mediums, and they all had certain messages to convey to Mr. Johnson, who was the owner of the inn. Some of them were willing to share the location with him, and others were not. Some of the entities that manifested was uh, a German-Hessian soldier named Wilhelm, and he was killed on the Revolutionary War battlefield. And he was... um, known as, let's say, one of the more uh, angry spirits in the place. He was even known to blow on the neck of women and push them and hurt them on occasion. There was a spirit of a little boy. There were two female entities named Sarah and Sadie who were employed at that very inn in the 1800s. There were also up to eight other Hessian soldiers that came through during the seance session, and they were loud and not so friendly themselves. There was also the spirit of a Native American who manifested, but this Native American was a bit aloof and simply made his presence known. Um, Going back to the Hessian soldier, uh, this soldier had a picture of himself hanging in the dining room, and he was known as what I said earlier, a bully. He scared one of the maintenance men who were sweeping the dining room, 
and he basically walked right up to this maintenance man, gave him a death stare, no pun intended, and walked literally right through the maintenance man, and essentially the maintenance man hauled ass. I mean, wouldn't you? I uh, think that would be quite shocking when you're just trying to clean up a facility and a German soldier from the Revolutionary War walks right through you. As I said, the Hessians were known to be very um, cantankerous, very loud, and so there are a lot of stories at the General Wayne Inn of loud occurrences and music playing and dishes smashing and towels being thrown. Uh, Many of the staff got used to the entities, you know, the various owners that had passed hands through the years, but their particular staff um, would get used to seeing them. But of course, some got freaked out and would run out of the place, whereas others tried to embrace it more for what it was and, um, you know, just try to be like, hey, boys, I'm trying to work here. Um, There's a story of an accountant who was trying to do the books one night and the um, calculator she was using, which was electronic, kept malfunctioning. She put in like two plus two just to test it and it would say equals five. And the numbers were just getting haywire. She eventually called out loud and said, hey, whoever's here, please stop messing with this calculator and let me finish so I can get home. And the minute she said that, the activity ceased and the calculator worked fine. One of the more famous incidents which happened at the inn was a customer, while it was a restaurant, went downstairs to the bathroom area and was pushed and strangled by what appeared to be a German Hessian soldier. There were, and still are, many EVPs which have been recorded by ghost hunters who have gone up to this facility. And the reason I wanted to do a little story, a little overview on this inn, is because I had a friend who went to investigate this very building between a transitional period. So he was allowed to go inside, and he himself was pushed violently inside of this empty building while he was in there snooping around. And he suspected that this entity was not only negative, but was a German Hessian soldier. And there was also a very famous story of a German soldier who appeared to one of the owners in a dream and pleaded with him to go renovate the walls in the basement because that's where his bones were buried. And after some pleading um, with the other owner, he was given permission to in fact, smashed through the wall downstairs. And sure enough, bones were recovered and buried in a proper setting and the activity ceased for that particular owner. Now, of course, there are also other luminaries who are known to frequent this inn, such as Mad Anthony Wayne, who we all know was a big figure in the American Revolutionary War. So I invite you, if you're visiting the Philadelphia area or you happen to live around the Philadelphia area, 
please check out the General Wayne Inn. You may not be given permission to go inside, but you can take pictures on the outside, and the General Wayne Inn moniker is still on the side of the building, so I would go around there, take some photos, maybe do some EVP work, but of course do it respectively because I don't want any German Hessian soldier to follow you home or of course do anything violent. So please approach it with respect, but it is a historic landmark here in Pennsylvania and I hope you enjoyed this mini episode about the haunted General Wayne Inn. I'm very excited for the upcoming episodes, but until then, this is Brian Hobson for Footsteps in the Attic. We'll see you next week.